Welcome to Oh Oscar. I'm your host, Oscar Aiden, where I get to talk to all of my great comedy friends who I've met and entertainers in the business. And I am so excited today because I have with me, and this is going to the this is my 17th time saying it because now we're finally <laughs> recording it, but it's still just as genuine as the first time. I w today I have with me a very good friend that I have made the past year. I absolutely adore her. She lights up any room that she walks into, and it's very genuine that she does because she's just got this awesome personality. She's open for Michael Che. She's open for Dulce Sloan. She's written for that damn Michael Che show. She performs at Stand Up New York. She's at the stand. She's literally everywhere. She is just a powerhouse in the comedy community. Please welcome my very dear friend, Courtney B. Thank you, Oski. <laughs> I just want everyone to know that everything she says right now is not going to be genuine because she's like, I said it the first fucking time. <laughs> it was so real the first time. It's real this time, though, Oski. I absolutely love you. You are just amazing. And like I said before, <laughs> you radiate so much just positivity and when you get on stage you're just so pure and so honest with all of your your jokes and your delivery i just love watching you and yeah you're one of my best i love you i love you so much i'm very excited to have you oh, you have accomplished you. so much this past year i think it's absolutely amazing thank you so i want to get into a lot of the what was it like opening for michael che and dulce sloan mm -hmm. and all that but i also want first of all i want to know why comedy what what brought you to stand-up comedy? Um, I honestly don't know what brought me to stand-up comedy. I guess I would say God brought me to stand-up comedy because I just, I mean, there was no real thing, right? Um, I know I had moved to New York for a purpose. I knew I wanted to be on TV. I knew I wanted to make people laugh. I knew that I was good at being on stage, but I wasn't able to really hone in on what that looked like for me. Um, so... That's of a course. great self-evaluation. Thank you. Yeah. Of course, I, I tried the real jobs. I got the nine to five. I was actually working not too far. I was working at um, Google, the Google building down here. Oh. Um, I was working for Deutsch Ad Agency. I did some writing for Patch.com. I started working with kids. I was working um, at schools. And, you know, I was just trying to figure it out. You know, I think initially when you're going off the beaten path, you try to find things that makes sense, right? Jobs that can really pay the bills, um, that kind of show stability. Mm. The plot twist was the firing. When I got fired, that's when shit went to hell. It was like, oh, bitch, this is what the real world looks like. Yep. So once I got fired, that's when I was like, oh, you need to figure out what you really want to do because you don't want to do any of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so... I was like, yo, I think I want to do comedy. And I remember I said to my mom, I said, mom, I think I want to do comedy. And she said, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> now, mind you, I've done everything, okay? I've done teaching. I have majored in sociology, uh, music education, uh, law, dentistry. I mean, I have tried it all. But when I told her, that I wanted to be a comedian, she was like, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, I love that. I love that, too. I mean, it was kind of like it a... May, I wanted to be a singer at one point. A singer. And she was like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> she said, mm-mm. 
because I'm watching American Idol and you don't got what they got. Mm-mm, that's not. That's not it, girl. You know what though? She kept it real. She kept it real. She was she, honest. Yeah. She was honest. And you know what? It, it helped because once I got the okay from her, I was able to kind of really go after this dream that is comedy. Do you feel like you got a boost of self-confidence from that? Oh, I definitely did. I needed that. You know, I think for a long time and a lot of times kids seek those, the, 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 uh, what's the word? I'm validation. For? That's the word. They seek the validation from their parents. And, you know, I, I couldn't figure out my life. And, and if so for my mom to, co-sign me actually doing comedy and just support me in every way that was amazing you know especially the emotional support i mean i was broke i was down bad <laughs> she used to have a little honey that she had it you know she would help me out mm. um but you know she would tell me like you need to get a job sometimes you know I'd be like you need to get a job go get a job because you need to get a job and my answer was like but i'm so a comic I was she comic. did she tell you to get a good job oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> she was like listen bitch i'm not gonna keep sending you money get your ass a job and so i had to get a job and i had to learn how to hustle here you know what i'm saying because new york is a hustle comedy is also it's a hustle and if you don't know how to hustle you're not gonna go nowhere do you think that new york tested you and said, let me see if this, let me see if she really wants to make yes. it in New York. New York doesn't mean it every single way. I told you, I had yeah. mice, I had roaches, I had all types of bed bugs. I have had every vermin yeah. that you can think of. Yeah. And I refused to leave. I was like, hell no. I had seen so many people leave New York. They came. They was like, this shit is tough. And they left. And I was like, hell no. That ain't going to be my story. I was determined. Because what was I going back to? I mean, I think that was my big thing. It was like, are you going back to be a teacher? Are you going back to be, like, what What are you going to do? You were born for something not. I was born for something bigger than myself. Yeah. I was walking down the street yesterday. This guy, I see him. Number one, I was looking at him because he looked crazy. He had on a muscle shirt. Yeah. In 30 degree weather. Yeah. No jacket, no coat. Yeah. So he comes up to me. He says, yo, thank you so much for what you do. And I'm like, what? And he's like, am I you? I got on a mask. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, thank you so much. You're a comic at the stand. He was like, I think you're hilarious. I love your work. Thank you so much for what you do. And I said, oh, my God, thank you. You know, it was just such an amazing thing, you know, because. It's a New York Minute. It's a New York minute. And, you know, it just always reaffirms, like, what we do. Yeah. We go into those rooms, and we take people out of their realities and into ours. Mm-hmm. And if it's even just for 15 minutes, wow, what an experience. This past year was amazing. You got to open for Michael Che. You opened for Dulce Sloan. Like, real quick, like, how was those experiences? Oh, my goodness. Gosh, Michael Che is like my favorite person. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's so um, nice. Every time I've so met him, he's so nice. nice. We're Caroline's. Che, I'm telling you, any room I walked into, he introduced me to everybody in there. I mean, it didn't matter who they were. And it was just such an amazing experience. I walk in, he's like, Colin, you know Courtney? Courtney B, she's hilarious. He's always going to put she's hilarious at the end of it. Yeah. How was it? Opening for Dulce Sloan. Oh my like goodness! Like every, like she literally is on everything right now. Everything. She was doing New Year's Eve with she John did Lemon. The, she went she viral. Did, she did the, she did that commercial that mm-hmm. was so. I was like, okay, that's brilliant. Dulce Sloan is that bitch. Shout out to Dulce. Um, 
absolutely love her. I call her my little sour patch. Oh my god! Because when I love we that. first met, okay, we was bumping hands. I was like, but now she is my sweet little gooey baby, and I love those like smiles. So I call her my little sour patch. She's great. She's the best. Like absolutely, so much fun. Um, I learned so much on that trip, and she's just a class act. She killed it. I killed it. I can't even believe that she allowed me to have such an an experience to be at the Kennedy Center um, with the audience of 500, including my mom. For my mom to see me on that stage, what a moment. Some it of my looked closest amazing. friends were there. It was absolutely amazing. Don't say Sloan, if she can teach you, she's going to teach you. If she can tell you um, about the business, she's going to tell you about the business. And that's what I love about her is that she really will. And, and Michael Che as well. Like, Che will literally sit and tell you about stuff, especially if you ask him. Like, he's just so good about that stuff. I want to get into the crux of the podcast. The crux. I want to get in the crux of the podcast. Okay, now, the crux. Courtney B., what was your first gay experience? Okay. My first gay experience was this summer. I was outside, and um, I'm walking around. I'm looking cute. It's this huge party in Brooklyn. Like, they got a DJ outside in the park, niggas everywhere, everybody looking good. It's a vibe. It's like a big-ass picnic, right? So, anyway, I'm just walking around, looking cute, making my rounds, you know? And so then, this girl, now she's clearly a masculine woman, Right? Mm -hmm. Very cute. She says, you are absolutely gorgeous. Stop smiling at me right now. And I'm like, oh, my God. Thank you. Right? So she like, no, for real, stop smiling. And I'm blushing. I mean, I'm blushing happy. Because I'm just like, oh, my God. What is happening right now? I'm not even gay. I don't think. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) And so anyway, (laughs) I go and I sit down. And she starts talking to me. She's like, you know, what's your name? What's up? Da, 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 da. So we start talking. I'm like, you know, my name is Courtney. You know, what's your name? It's a vibe, right? Isn't that, like, can I just say real quick? It's so much fun when that happens. It is so interesting. It's- I was floored because I was just like, she made me feel so good. You know what I'm saying? Like, for the people that for the people that won't that might not see this on YouTube, just so you know, if you look at Courtney B, she is stunning. I am stunning. She I agree. St- I am so stunning. 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 But I was just, it was so unexpected. It was just weird. So dude, let me tell you what happened. So I go because I kept making rounds. Like I'm just going around the park making rounds. So I go back around the park. I make another round. I'm walking, and this other masculine woman comes <laughs> up. And it's her friend, and she's like. So these these were very like, butch lesbians. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, but like, like really fly ass, just well dressed, like well put together. It was real sexy. I ain't gonna hold you. Mm-hmm. Like, and so the other girl comes up, and she's like, "This is Courtney." She introduced me to her, and she's like, "Don't look at her too long, because I'm telling you, her smile is gonna get you." And the girl looks at me and she's like, wow, you are beautiful. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> right? So me and the other girl 
start talking. Like, for real. The first one. The second one. The second one. All right. And I'm talking about the whole day, they bigging me up. And we just vibing out. And she's like, yo, when's your next show? I want to go. And I'm like, yo, I want you to come. Like, come to my next show. And so... I, like, invite her to my next show. We switch information. I'm stalking her on Instagram. She don't know it. Oh, my God. I hope she's not watching. <laughs> I'm stalking her on Instagram. She did not come to my show. Mm. Oski, if she would have came to my show, I would be a lesbian right now. <laughs> I would be a lesbian. Dead ass. Dead ass. I would, it would be, Mom, I'm a lesbian. And that's what the fuck it would have been. Because she was a vibe. Both of them were alive. Let me ask you something, right? So, you know, it's very interesting when I talk to a lot of my heterosexual friends who mm-hmm. are identi- or, or who identify as heterosexual, mm-hmm. and they talk about their first gay experiences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I never, I never want them to feel uncomfortable or anything like that by mm-hmm. the questions I ask. But I always want to know... You know, obviously, you are you are very comfortable in your sexuality mm-hmm. to be able to you know explore something. What about that vibe gave you th- this confidence to kind of maybe explore? Whereas a lot of people would be like, you know, thank you very much. I'm not interested. Right. Thank you very much. I'm I I, I appreciate that. I think that's wonderful. I love the attention, but mm-hmm. I am not feeling that, nor do I identify with that. Mm-hmm. What allowed you as you to be able to say, Oh, this is really kind of fun. This is cool. Well, I think I mean, okay, I'm an eighties baby. I was raised in the nineties, right? right? So Same. homosexuality or um, you know, a lot of these new kind of terms and just right. I, identifying and non-binary, all of this stuff is fairly new right. to me, right? Um, but I also think I was raised in a time when it, everything was masked, so you didn't see any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I'm older and now that there is more of an acceptance and society has kind of just opened its arms to everyone. Right. Uh, I think it just made me just a lot more comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? So I was, I, I, I don't know. This summer, I felt free. I felt, and I think also they made me feel comfortable. You know, like talking to them, it was just like, and I had never had that experience with a woman in that way. So talking to them made me feel really comfortable. It, I would be remiss to dismiss such a connection and i think it's dumb to dismiss connections now because you never know what what people will sow into you and sow into your life and so if i ever see those women again it's always gonna be love because they showed me so much love that day it was just such a great experience i i love that you had a a very positive experience and i love that even though that you are very comfortable in your sexuality. I think it's great that you were able to identify a part of yourself that would be open to it and not think negatively about no. it. And I think a lot of people do that. I think a lot of people are like, oh, no, I, no, man, that's no, I can't. No, no. But you actually were like, oh, my gosh, this is this makes me feel good. This makes me feel. And let me try something different. 
It doesn't have to be bad. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, and then here's the thing: is like, just because you explore, mm-hmm. that doesn't make anyone. That doesn't. It doesn't give you a set label. Exactly. If it, if she comes to the show, we're gonna have drinks. We're right. gonna talk. We're gonna kick it. It doesn't mean we gonna have sex. It doesn't mean we gonna get married. Right. It doesn't mean we're gonna build a life together. Same it's, goes for you a know, man. It's just it. It. I think people fast track their minds and sometimes people have to uh, Onika shout out to Onika McLean she always checks me on that she's like I might say to her oh I met a guy he got a kid so I don't want to talk to him because he got a kid and she like are you marrying him are you marrying his kid you just met him what are what what what's the problem talk to the man you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think as people, we just fast track this whole, we we build these scenarios in our minds of what we think will happen. It's like, y'all, y'all, y'all didn't get past hello. Yeah. How is it that we already didn't jump the broom or, you know, we've already gotten into this 10 year relationship. Yeah. It hasn't happened. No. So I think, you know, we got to work on just like being in the now and just like taking what is. And if it feels good to you, if it feels good to you in the now, being okay with feeling good and allowing whatever's going to happen to happen. Would you? Shout out to that girl. I hope I see her again. They were so cute. Would you? And you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. Okay. This is a question. It's a personal question. All right. And this is, you know, it is a public podcast. All right. Would you have explored something sexually with these women? I'm scared of the pussy. Like eating the pussy. Okay. I think I could bump pussy. I might suck a titty. <laughs> you might could fuck me with your deal, though. But I'm not going to eat your pussy. That's where I draw the line. So, if they were open <laughs> to me. But isn't that what communication is? To be able to say, this is what I would l- like to explore? Yes. If uh, if they were open to me not eating pussy, maybe that would be a thing. I have a friend. Actually, my last guest, mm-hmm. very wonderful comedian, Rachel Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, she talked about going to sex parties. Oh, wow. I want to go. She talked about sex parties and having kind of like goals. This is what I want to try. This is what I'd like so to try. So is that what she did? Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I want to go to a sex party so bad. Yeah. She was like, she and her and the ones that she goes to, she told me, are very respectful. They're very open. I'm They're very honest. Her. Give her give her a shout. I want to go. A, I love her so much. She's very much like, this is, uh, she's like, I went with clear intentions. Wow. She was like, I want to do this and I want to do that. Mm. And I accomplished both of them. Now, you may go and be like, man, maybe that's not for me. But it's something that, like, as long as you set the intentions and you're open and communicative mm-hmm. and honest, mm-hmm. I think you, you know, the sky's the limit. And I think it's great that you would want to explore. Yeah. And figure it out. I think I'm and still figure figuring out. out like figure it out. who I am and like what I want sexually, what I like sexually, like those types of things. You never know. One you of never those know. girls might show up at your show. I'm telling you, because that's my friend. She was my friend. Like, I'm for real. Like, I, I text my best friend who is a lesbian and I was like, girl, I met a girl. And she was like, oh shit, bitch. <laughs> 
she was like, send me her Instagram. And I sent her the Instagram, and she was like, oh, she real cute. She was so cute. And the other girl was so cute, too, but she was with some other girls, and I think they might have had something going on. So I was like, dang. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I really would have got with both of them. They were really cute. Courtney B., thank you so much for sharing your first gay experience on O Oscar. Oh, I wouldn't have it any other way. We, You're getting the exclusives. I love this. Exclusive. It's exclusive. Uh, Courtney, we are going to move on to the next portion of O Oscar, which is the Gay DHD Q&A. Oh. I love it. All right. I love it too. So... Uh, we'll spin it a few times okay. and then uh, answer however you want to answer. You know, enjoy however you want to do it. All right. Okay. So take your first spin. Oh, how cute. <laughs> Would you rather? Okay. <laughs> okay. Would you rather? Uh huh. Sit on a traffic cone, naked, singing, I'm a little teapot in Times Square mm -hmm. for 12 hours straight, or, <laughs> or skip through Manhattan naked, singing YMCA for six hours. Skipping is cardio, which I'm not good at. <laughs> <laughs> so I would be I would be exhausted from skipping I would be sweating from skipping I would be out of breath from skipping but it would be over faster oh wow Oscar this is quite the question but I could also pass out which would shorten my time up. <laughs> <laughs> now, sitting on a cone, one of those orange cones? Yeah. What about my butthole? How do you even sit on those? Fig figure that out, girl. And I sit on this dirty-ass cone. Uh-huh. And I sing what? I'm a little teapot. Short and stout. Here is my handcuff. Here uh -huh. is my spot. Do I have to do the hand motions? Yes. When I get all stained up, then uh -huh. I shout. Hell no. Skip me. I'm skipping. I'm going to skip to my loo, this bitch. Yeah. Skip it. And I'm falling out on your ass. 15 <laughs> minutes in. Call the ambulance. I'm done. <laughs> I love you so much. All right. Uh, spin it one more time. All right. Oddest pet peeve. What's your oddest pet peeve, Courtney B? Oddest pet peeve? I don't know. Maybe a man that eats, like, kitty cereal. Like, Fruity Pebbles. And, like, <laughs> if you eat Lucky Charms, oh, my God. You know? What about it? It's childish. You're a man. You should eat Frosted Flakes. <laughs> <laughs> Wheaties. Grape nuts. Mature shit. Fuck is you eating Lucky Charms for? You want the toy at the bottom of the box? <laughs> Hell no. 
Mm-mm. Nah. That is a very odd pet peeve. Hell yeah. Next question. Spin up. It's so much fun to spin this. Oh, right. Ooh, public sex. Yes or no? Yes, 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 yes. So what I like to do when I get people get this question is I like to preface it. Public sex is in a car, in like a stairwell, in a rest area. I like that. I did it in a park. Nothing like in front of like schools or anything like that. Well, I mean, you know, of course, no. But, you know, I've done it in the park. Um, oh, this one guy. God, he was so much fun. He played with my pussy <laughs> on the street. People walking past this old nasty fuck. And I mean, I am squirting. I got on this skirt. I mean, my socks are wet, soaking wet. I'm going home with soaking wet socks. He was disgusting. Oh, just nasty. He was so nasty. I loved him. But I know he was fucking everybody too. He, I, I was not the only one. Like he was just so much fun. This nigga took me for pizza. He got pussy and pizza. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, I'm getting pussy and pizza tonight. And that's what he did. But what I will say is that we went to the restaurant with the biggest slice in New York. So he did pay a little extra for my slice. Don't think he took a bitch to the dollar pizza spot. He paid six. I love you so much. Thank you. I want to use that for Instagram. <laughs> like, I love you so much. Uh, all right, spin it one more time. Ooh, lose, lose your, your virginity, virginity to which celebrity? Courtney B., what celebrity would you want to lose your virginity to? It's just Elba. Easy. Mm-hmm. He, this is the second time he's been mentioned. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I would fuck the shit out of Idris Elba, even with my virginity. And you know it'd be hurting, honey. I'm going to be grinding that cherry. Pop that shit, boy. He's so fine. Oh, oh. Yes. Would you like to tell everyone how you really feel? <sighs> I'm sorry. We got, we yo, we went from trauma to vulgarity really yeah, quickly. Yeah, we did. Idris Elba is just, he's so chocolatey, and it's like Godiva chocolate, and then he's so yummy, and then he has that accent going on, but then he can switch it up and turn it into a straight-up nigga, like English hood. Uh, Would you like a towel? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Idris. If the shit don't work out with your wife, call me. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll be sure to I'll send that town. Yeah, I'll send it. I'll, I, I'm pretty sure he's, his people are going to be watching this <laughs> podcast <laughs> with five listeners. They are. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, all right, this is a podcast. We got to listen. Shout to. out to the five. Yeah. I absolutely love this. This, this was, was so much fun. Oscar. Thank you for having me. Every time I record, I am so after I'm done recording, I'm so happy with the people that I bring on this oh, podcast. Oh, because you know what? You you pick well. And you the just so the listeners know, you make the podcast what it is because without you, I would not be here. So I am so appreciative to Courtney B. Courtney B, where can people 
find you? Where can they see you? Where what is coming up next for you? How do people like where can people follow you? Well, um, you can always follow me at my life is a joke TV on Instagram. Um, I'm on YouTube, my life is a joke TV. Um, and yeah, all of my information is typically on my Instagram. Um, you can catch me performing all over the city. I'm at the stand. I'm at the Grizzly Fair. I'm at Westside Comedy Club. Um, I'm at Stand Up NY. Your show dates are on your all on my Instagram. All on my Instagram stories. You can find my show dates and also reach out if you want to DM. If you have questions, hey, I want to come to a show. Do you have any shows this week? Hey, I'll let you know, and you can come out. I'm always performing. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people come up to Courtney B. after a show and been like, I love you. Uh, I love you so much. so sweet. Yeah, I I can't tell you. So, Courtney B., thank you so much for coming on Oh Oscar. It has been an absolute delight having you. I'm so glad that we got the chance to do this. So much fun. Um, Please go follow Courtney B. You are going to see her do some amazing things things this year this is so we are true. putting that into the we universe. are you're gonna do some amazing things we are just about to blow the roof yep off this motherfucker that's what we're gonna do that's we're it. we are we are the next generation we are the next generation we're the next it's generation. our time it's our time so ladies and gentlemen once again thank you so much courtney b make sure you go give her a follow definitely check her out come to the stand come to west side comedy club she's an absolute delight so much fun to watch side note really quick i'm so sorry go ahead i was watching what women want with taraji p henson have you ever seen that movie okay well she has this gay assistant and i was watching i said to my mom mom that's oski oski would be that for me in a movie (laughs) so our movie our movie is coming I love that you are like I'm. I love I'm that, casting you. I love that you're casting me as your assistant, not as anything <laughs> like powerful. I mean, but like an powerful. <laughs> Oski, he was all up and through that movie. He had a pivotal role as an assistant. Oski, he was all up and. Th- Do you know what kind of check that man got? He was all up and through that movie, Oski. He wasn't like in and then gone. I couldn't be your producer? On the the movie? In the movie? In the movie that you're going to do, I couldn't be the producer? The producer of the movie? No, the produ- what was it? Like she it, he was the, the producer assist- would have a small role. The producer wouldn't have an ongoing role in a movie because okay. you're the producer. Like you might be like 5 4 3 2 1 and action. I would have cast you as my best friend. That's what I'm The assistant and the best friend coincide Oski. he's always there he's in the car with her he's he brings her a coffee in the morning he checks in with her he's at, her bitch <laughs> oh, oh Oscar I love you so much no I love it thank you very much for thinking of <laughs> me for that role I'll be sure to start working on guys that. I mean you just can't make people happy I let this be so a lesson much. I love you so much uh Courtney B thank you so much everyone Ah, thank you so much for listening. You all have a wonderful weekend, and I will see you next Friday. Bye, guys. Bye.